May I speak in the name of God, who is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Anyone like our first hymn today? Weird. Weird, you would say that. Yeah, when I'm celebrating here, I normally have a message from Jeff during the week. Any ideas about hymns? So I sent some ideas, thinking about the themes, and he came back. Are you sure about that first hymn? Shouldn't we have something more appropriate? Yes, I'm completely sure about the first hymn. Completely and utterly appropriate to sing The Day Thou Gavest, first thing in the morning. In fact, I remember doing this back at college a million years ago, training for ordination, when I had it between morning prayer and a reflection. And one of my colleagues, David, suggested, well, nice hymn, but we should have just left out the first verse, then it would have worked. I said, well, no. If we'd missed out the first verse, so much is lost. It's completely intentional to have that hymn, The Day Thou Gavest, in the morning, strange as it might seem. Here we are. We're in this season between All Saints Day at the start of the month and Advent starting at the end of the month. The colour of the vestments changes from green for ordinary time to red for kingdom season. It is a different season. There is a different emphasis. We're journeying through the church's year. It is a cycle. It is cyclical. We journey this, we're doing the same last year, we're doing the same next year. It made me think, so this is Christmas and what have you done? Another year over, a new one just begun. Jeff would have had a fit if I'd suggested we started our worship today with that. But it's that theme, another year over, a new one just begun. The cycle. We're not quite there at Christmas yet, even though we are seeing all the Christmas decorations popping up here, there and everywhere. On the other hand, we are at a threshold between one thing and another. One year drawing to an end, another year starting. On Advent Sunday, we will be saying to each other, Happy New Year, and people will be listening. What are you on about? New Year isn't for another month. Yes, it is. The church's year begins at Advent. And then the new year with the calendar starts. And then various other new years, a Chinese new year. Then the tax new year and such like. All these different new years, all these cycles going round. And here we are in this kingdom season. Looking for the coming of God's kingdom. On earth as in heaven as we say in the Lord's Prayer. We're in kingdom season and then suddenly we're saying Happy New Year and then we're looking at getting ready to greet the infant Messiah. Doesn't time fly? The years literally fly by more and more, faster and faster each time. Or is that just me? No, I thought as much. They say that years pass by when you get older. I dread to think what it will be like in another 10, 20 years for me. It's fast enough, it is it? I just want to sort of stop the world, let me get off at times, you know? The day thou gavest, Lord, is ended. It's going round in circles, isn't it? If you look at the words of that hymn. 
It starts the day thou gavest, and it carries on. It's getting dark here, the light's starting here. It carries on. The circles continue. But is it the same as we journey from one year to another, one season to another, one week to another, one day to another? Is each day the same? Is our experience of Advent, Christmas, Lent, Easter the same every year? Is our experience of knowing Jesus the same every year? I suspect not. We're going round in circles, we're going through that cycle. The day, the week, the month, the year. But it's not the same circle. If our journey of faith. Is it ever decreasing circles or ever increasing circles? As we come to know Jesus more. Day by day, week by week, month by month, year by year. That circle continues. But surely each time we come to know Jesus more. It's not static. Our journey of faith is not static. It keeps moving. On this threshold between one church year and another in this kingdom season. We look for the coming of the Lord. We are reminded of that in today's readings. The day of the Lord is nigh. Wait for the Lord. God's kingdom is coming, we are told. And then we hear in the epistle about moving from darkness to light. Quite a nice theme in the day thou gavest as well, isn't it? <coughs> Moving from darkness to light, but knowing also we move from light to darkness, darkness to light, light to darkness, darkness to light. Because our own lives are also cyclical. We say we're moving towards knowing Jesus more, but is it always steps forward? Or is it sometimes one step forward, two steps back in our journey of faith? And other times, two steps forward, one step back. We're coming towards Jesus more. And then other times, we're dropping back into the dark of doubt and unbelief. Before stepping forward into the light of Christ again. It feels bad when we're struggling. We're thinking, actually, where is Jesus? Where is God? Is it all this true? But we know it is a cycle. We know that we might be struggling now, but then the light comes again because that cycle continues. <coughs> the day thou gavest, to me, is a reminder that no matter what else is going on in our journeys of faith, as we look for the coming of God's kingdom, that light does continue to come even if sometimes it vanishes for a while. Because there is always a new dawn, a new start, a new day, as we come to know Jesus more. As we continue being shaped more and more in his image. As we continue to be encouraged by each other, and encourage each other as we continue to be encouraged and upheld by the prayers of others as we continue to be supported 
and sustained by those around us as we continue to rejoice in the light which is Jesus Christ. That light which we are called to live in, that light which we are called to share with others. So many things, if we share it, it feels like it gets less, doesn't it? And we get a box of chocolates. I've discovered the Cadbury's Outlet shop at MacArthur Glen. This is not a great thing to have discovered. <laughs> I go there and I think, no, I'm going to resist. And I think I'm going to resist. I'm going to walk past the big box of ra random chocolates. I noticed Caroline's picked it up instead, but hey. We try and then we resist. But you know, we get this box of chocolates, this massive bag of chocolates, and we open it. We say to someone, would you like a chocolate? Oh, thank you very much, they say. And they take a handful. And then some others come along and take a few more handfuls. And then suddenly it's all shared off and you've not got much. But... You know, with, with light, it's a bit different. I'm just looking if I've got a spare candle around. I haven't. But we've got these, can these lights here. If I take a light from here, that light doesn't diminish. That light continues. And we've got extra light as well. We share the light of Christ. And it keeps growing rather than diminishing. It's a complete opposite of sharing chocolate that's less and less and less. Of course, a gospel reading, we hear about talents. We are challenged about how we live our lives, how we use our gifts, our talents, our resources, our time. And surely we do need to be challenged on that time and time again. This is not a sermon about that, though. On the other hand, in a wasteful world, we do have to ask quite what we are doing with the things we receive from God and should offer back to him. On the other hand, we are reminded time and time again in the scriptures that we don't earn redemption, do we? It's not that redemption, salvation is given to us if we use our talents correctly, if we tick the right boxes, if we share our chocolate with the right people, or if we cosy up to the right people. No. And so neither can redemption, salvation in Jesus Christ be taken away from us if we use our talents in the wrong ways, if we fail to tick the right boxes on a form, if we associate with the wrong people. That doesn't mean salvation suddenly removed forever. Yes, of course, we need to reform our lives time and time again. Yes, of course, we need to look at how we're messing it all up and what we can do to fix it. Repenting of those things we do wrong. Because at the same time, God is constantly reaching out to us. Reaching out for us to reach in return and be drawn back. Drawn back to God no matter what, no matter what we've done or not done. In those dark places, in those dodgy situations, there is hope. God is there. Darkness can 
and will be replaced by light. The light of Christ. In the day thou gavest, we are reminded of light coming again and again. That is surely an encouragement to each one of us, no matter what's going on. In this kingdom season, we look for the coming of God's kingdom. We play our part in recognising and bringing in God's kingdom on earth as it is in heaven. As sure as darkness turns to light. The voice of prayer is never silent. Nor dies the strain of praise away. So be it Lord, thy throne shall never, like earth's proud empires, pass away. Thy kingdom stands and grows forever. Till all thy creatures own thy sway. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.